0: You all know that I'm a firm believer that stats lives matter, but they don't always tell the entire story. So can Oklahoma State's Alan Craw, Daddy Bowman, outduel KUs, Jason, get away from the cop speed 2.0 being in Stillwater during this wild, wacky, and crazy Big 12 race? You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You know we're available on every single podcasting platform, visually as well on YouTube. Find me on Twitter personally, at Aldeo State. Today's going to be a doozy. West Virginia, you were were so close. You were oh so close. You got to be quicker than that. This Big 12 race is wild, and KU still figures very, very squarely in this race. That could all change for them tomorrow in Stillwater, Oklahoma, but this is going to be primarily predicated upon the success that we can have out of our main man, Alan Craw, Daddy Bowman. Real quick, I do have to let uh, everybody know. It's like asking for a date, right? If you don't ask, you'll never get it. So I've been reminded, I always forget to ask like the daggone video dislike if you don't and tell me what i could have done to make it better of course subscribe and most importantly share share the daggone thing because sharing is caring be a good friend okay don't be stingy don't be selfish get this out to your peoples and today we're also going to be a little bit more algorithmically more suitable uh the sponsors might like that a little bit more kind of like today's sponsor linkedin guys Today's hiring is a complete crapshoot. We all know that. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on. College terms and conditions do apply. We get to talk about the differentiation between Jason Bean and Alan Bowman. And here's the deal. The sample size here is, in fact, applicable because Alan Bowman's been doing the rotation of madness. Therefore, statistically speaking, the numbers are going to be a little bit skewed. Like, I'm very well aware of that. But Jason Bean hasn't started all year either. So, numerically, they kind of fall in the same realm. So, let's look at it real quick. What does Jason get away from the Cops B2.0 Bean bring to the table? Well, this season, he is 61 for 39, which is just under 64%, 63.9%, 503 yards, and he's averaging 8.4 yards every time he does the old air cannon check. He's thrown for zero picks and four touchdowns. His long is a 58-yard bomb, and he's got a passer rating of 154. The 84 yards a game, right, that, that should be a cause for concern for any KU fan. The no rushing touchdowns for him is pretty surprising due to him being the fastest player on the Dagon team. Last year, Jason Bean did beat us up decently he went 18 for 23 for 203 yards so he can throw the ball through a couple touchdowns rush for another one as well of course it helps when Devin Neal goes off for 224 yards to help you out to put you over 350 yards rushing on Oklahoma State last year in Lawrence that can't happen he hasn't been running nearly as much this year as he was last season, and that's a pretty easy decision to make as far as the coaching staff is concerned because they've got two dudes in the backfield that will both, barring injury, likely break the 1,000-yard rushing mark. Two dudes in the backfield. That's number two in the Big 12 and number six in America. I like 232, 233 yards a game. Jason Bean and Daniel, uh, Jalen Daniels collectively – thrown for over 70%, and between the two have only thrown for one pick. Again, we just talked about Jason Bean has zero, now not a nutta, And Jalen Daniels has only thrown one. I'll say that again. One pick all year between two dudes. Cameron Epps, Cam Smith, please hear this roar. One pick all year. If we change that tomorrow, we're likely in like Flynn. And so let's go over Alan Krog, Daddy Bowman, 135 for 72. And again, this sample size is a little bit skewed because we started the offense with this rotation of madness, and we didn't run what we'd been kind of rehearsing to run. Therefore, he didn't exactly have the best base and/or platform to get the most results. So I understand the skewing uh, is a little off here. But again, 135 for 72—that's 53%. That is not good. That is dead last in the Big 12. Matter of fact, unfortunately. Alan Bowman is dead last in almost every Big 12 quarterback category. Not all of them. Emory Jones has like seven picks. Uh, Timmy McClain has like five or six picks as well. So other than that, right, there's a couple things. But last year, there's not much of a comparison because he was doing his you know, clipboard curls getting swollen in Michigan while our main man, Garrett Rangel, did throw for over 300 yards last year against his very same KU squad, but he got suckered into a few picks, and we got railroaded. Now, speaking of picks, Alan Bowman's propensity right now to have more interceptions than touchdowns, that stat line's kind of scary, okay? But I do actually think Alan Bowman is definitely a little bit better than the numbers indicate. This game will make that picture much more clear because we 100% need the old Taco Reckham Tech Cowboy Killer version of Alan Bowman in Boone Pickens Stadium. We do not need to find a way to backpedal our way into more touchdowns or more interceptions and touchdowns, right? That, that, that's going to be killer. So we know two things for certain right here, right now. Alan Bowman has to be the old school Reckham Tech Alan Bowman. And the other thing we know for sure is that the NCAA still sucks some kind of something a little too good. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) This is a massive game. There is no denying that. state was huge. And as Lance Lapold has already come out and said, that was the best performance of our Oklahoma State squad all year. So can we see it again? This is a big question because like eight of the last 11 games, Have not gone so swimmingly. We haven't looked super smooth. We haven't looked like there's a lot of hope. And this KU offense is absolutely ridiculous. Jason Bean hasn't been throwing because he hasn't needed to throw. I mean, don't don't force a guy to do something until he absolutely has to do it. Or you have the ability to kind of pencil in the game plan uh, for him to be able to, to do that at maximum capabilities. Speaking of maximum capabilities, before we get to the keys of the victory and the MVPs, to maximize your capabilities, you got to be hooked up right here, right now, with LinkedIn jobs. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a reason that small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. This is the only way you can be 100 percent certain that you have access to the most qualified candidates available. You got to go check out LinkedIn jobs. You got to check out LinkedIn jobs today. They're going to help you find the right people for your team. Again, faux free. All you got to do is uh, create your job post, then add it to your purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. Spread the word that you are in fact hiring guys. They got simple tools, super easy screening questions that make it better for you to focus on the candidates with the right skills, experience and abilities so you can quickly pri- prioritize that interview go to linkedinjobs.com slash locked on college today post your job for free again that is linkedin job linkedin.com slash locked on college linkedin.com slash locked on college locked on college all being one word post your job for free today of course you know terms and conditions do apply terms and conditions probably should apply to this Whole mantra of what we need to do.
1: It's it's fairly simplistic, right? But to me, if Alan Bowman can be
0: more of that red raider guy and less of the clipboard curler guy, we not only have a chance. If you're asking me to make Alan Bowman and Jason Bean have a legitimate duel through the air, I would probably put my money on Bowman. And and you guys know, like, I've been back and forth this year on whether he should even be the starter. And I'm not saying Jason Bean is terrible, right? But this has got to be a big game for Alan Bowman. right? The deep ball is going to be the key for both teams as far as the the exploitable areas, the the opportunities to score touchdowns, to get points on the board. This is going to be a massive game for the wide receivers, tight ends, running backs of both squads. Can Jaden Bray pop off and not have any drops? Yeah. Brendan Presley, Rashad Owens, Talon Shetron, Guys, Leon Johnson he still has a couple games of eligibility. If we're talking about red zone, high point capabilities, put the dude in the daggone game. If We we know we struggle in the red zone, and we know that the favorite pass that we've had in Oklahoma State's offense since 2001 is the old non-route deep fade in the red zone to the corner, corner of the end zone. Okay, then put the dude out there that can jump over everybody else. And if you do that, you allow Josiah Johnson to potentially have a big day. We need to get Jaden Nixon going early and often. And that will help Ollie Gordon and Elijah Collins throughout the course of the day. But the biggest thing, the biggest thing before we pick the MVPs is, as you already know, the fist fight that must come in the front seven. That's what it has to be. Can their six foot five, three hundred five pound center Mike Novotsky stop six foot four, three hundred fifty pound Justin Kirkland? No, Mike Novotsky cannot stop him. Can he stop six foot three, three hundred fifty pound Colin Clay? No, not at all. Not all by himself. Can Nick Martin, Kendall Daniels, Colin Oliver Reed react and violently attack while controlling Devin Neal, Daniel Hyshaw, Jason Bean, and Dylan McDuffie? No, not all day but they are definitely more than good enough to come up with enough big third and fourth down stops to get a W. Yes, they'll have to be all in for this game simply because of what it sets them up for. This is both teams. They're going to come out swinging. Even though they don't have Jalen Daniels, They're going to put forth a game plan to win this game, and they are going to be very aggressive. That's why I mentioned fourth down stops. We've been very good on fourth down this year. Hopefully, we can keep that up. Third down, a little bit of a different story. We've got to excel on third down. They are going to get yards. They are going to have plays. They are going to score points. But there's going to be times and crucial moments that we can step up on third down, fourth down, and give us the opportunities that we need offensively to do some stuff. Can Kobe Black for KU control Jaden Bray or Rashad Owens by himself? No, not all day. The same could be said about Corey Black and Cam Smith, right? I get that. But will Will Cameron Apps grab a couple of crucial picks, a crucial pick? Will Deshaun Brown finally put it all together? Keeps getting close. Will our offensive line, most importantly, Will our offensive line repeat what they just did to Kansas State? It all starts with that fist fight in the box, in the front seven. The hog Mollies down low are going to do their thing. The linebackers, fullbacks, tight ends, that should be ugly, dirty, nasty. We just won the one game on the schedule that we all likely thought was impossible to out-physical, right? If you... you're like me, and you thought winning 9-10 games is legitimately a possibility at the beginning of the season. No matter what you chopped up, sliced up, put together, there was nothing that indicated to me that we were going to be able to out-physical, out-muscle Kansas State before the season
1: even started. Is there a flash in a pan? That's what we got to find out. Can we win the game? Hells to the yeah yeah! Now, does that mean I think we will win? A
0: little, 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 bit, a little bit different. All right, we'll do the MVPs and we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Um, yeah. So the MVPs, I've already said it so many times. It's probably pretty obvious today. It's got to be Alan Bowman. It's got to be Alan Craw, Daddy Bowman, because I just. I highly doubt that we're going to rush for 250, 350, 100 yards. It's just highly unlikely. So the passing game has to be not necessarily on point, but more than enough. You have to stretch them vertically. You have to try to get to that too deep. You have to try to wear them down. They're usually playing with a lead. When you're playing with a lead, you ain't got to chunk it all up and down the field. Again, which is precisely why Jason Bean has proven in the past that he can successfully throw the ball down the field to some degree. He hasn't needed to this year. We need to make him need to. So number one MVP, it's got to be Alan Bowman, right? Number two, Nick Martin has been an absolute stud an absolute animal for us this year. Colin Oliver has been able to spread his wings and show us a little bit more. But, 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 but the guy who's silently leading the team in tackles is also silently not really making a, a big think of things, which he can. We know he can. So last year's Kendall Daniels flying around all over the place. He'd He'd miss some stuff, do some stuff, and it was amazing to watch which is why he was an all-American. So I'm not I'm not downplaying the guy who is leading the team in tackles, all right? I'm not. But we can all agree that
1: he hasn't had that you know, KD
0: defining game yet. He's been good. He's been pretty solid. He hasn't been spectacular or exceptional. And I I think A lot of us thought we'd see that this year. You know what I mean? Um, And maybe the fact that he's got a, a little bit more verbal communication, leadership, assessment role that might have a hand in it as well. I get that. But MVP number two for me has to be Kendall Daniels. This needs to be the KD coming out party for this season. We've already seen it. And he's having a good year. We have to have some Superman performances from a couple people. You just absolutely have to. So, yeah, number two has got to be Kendall Daniels for me. And then number three,
1: this wide receiver room definitely has to win.
0: And since we do not have Dejon dribbling, is creative and innovative as we were last week with Brennan Presley all over the place. Some of that is by design. Some of that is 100% just to see what defenses do when BP's doing all this, running around. It looks like some arena ball stuff. I mean, you are seeing a a lot more of that. I'm showing my age here, but back, back in my day, you didn't have dudes like running behind and circling the quarterback from a wide receiver and then going over to the slot. You didn't have that. If You got sent in motion. It was underneath every time. Every time. So it is It is just very enamoring, right, to watch the offenses nowadays. It's crazy. And I was talking to my son the other day. You know, it has growing up the route tree was the route tree. Like almost everybody used the same nine digit numerical system to go over routes. Right. And my son, we were watching film the other day and I, I, he ran something crazy. I was like, dude, what was that? And they called it, um, Oh, I can't even remember what they called it. And I was like, okay, well that's kind of just an angle route. Right. But, they do, it's it's by design. And then on paper, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But then when you see it in conjunction with what the defenses are running, like I kind of get it. I see what they're trying to do. But things are evolving, right? People are coming up with new routes all the time. Like this is crazy to me. There's NFL wide receivers that have their own routes that they completely made up and it got put into the, the, the system. That's just the evolution of the game. People are bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, but Gundy's right about a couple of things. They are also softer, right? Just call a spade a spade. People nowadays just don't have the intestinal fortitude that they used to. But it's, it's part of the age. I mean, I don't like it. Gundy doesn't like it. Dunn doesn't like it. Dabba Sweeney doesn't like it. Jimbo Fisher doesn't like it, right? A lot lot of us don't like it. But when in Rome, it is what it is. You got to get with the times. You have to be a little bit more personable. The relationship building now is actually important. Because again, all of these national seven-on-seven travel tournaments, these kids travel all over America, playing with each other and against each other, staying in the same hotels, their parents stay in the same hotels, is important, which is, again, why no matter what happens tomorrow, I'm still very much on this Brian Nardo train, which is why I'm not hooting and hollering all the daggone time about Gundy's complacency. It's nice that he's been back in the building and he's been more involved recently. Like, yeah, that's a breath of fresh air. That's all anybody's ever wanted. But there's no need beating a dead horse. I've been told by more than enough people that there's just. it's not feasible. It's not feasible to give rid of gu- Gundy. So I've heard that there is a plan in place, uh, a smooth passing of the torch exit strategy, if you will, for 2026. So it is what it is. I can embrace where we are while also understanding and appreciating the players and the athletes that are here and the coaches that can still get the get the buy in necessary to get some things accomplished. Again, can we win the game? Absolutely. Can we win the game? Will we win the game? Those are two different things, maybe to some people for sure. In this wild Big 12, you don't really even know anymore. And speaking of not knowing anymore. Don't know anymore if you should continue to hammer the the over, okay? But, (laughs) the NFL is going to kick in to save the day. Now, we still can get the over, right? But we're not hammering it. We're just lightly tapping it to be safe. But the NFL action can maybe help you out and save you here. Because right now, our new customers get $200 back in bonus bets. Guaranteed. All you got to do is place a $5 bet. Again, that is 200 bucks back in bonus bets, win or lose, off of a $5 holla. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's literally no better time to get in on the action than right about now. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. They have a wide range of betting options, money lines, player props, futures, who's going to score the next touchdown. It really is that intricate and so much fun to mess with, so go mess with it. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to kick off your NFL money-making season again. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, all being one word. Go to FanDuel now. It's the official partner of the NFL. Can we win? Yes. Will we win? You know what? Here's the deal. Last week, (laughs) hmm Last week, I picked us to lose, and it kind of worked out, all right? So I should probably play it safe here and, and do the same. But, but honestly, the way that they're able to scheme the numbers the way that they want, it's something we haven't seen at all this year. Like, not even, I think maybe maybe the closest, would have been Major Applewhite. He did a good job scheming to certain sides of the field and taking taking advantage of, of certain areas where we were numerically less than. When you're numerically less than, it puts you in a position where all you got to do typically is beat somebody one on one, and and that's again why this this fight in the phone booth, fight in the box mentality is so crucial for this game. Because if you let them get rocking and rolling, pretty pretty hard to to stop that snowball when it continues to gain momentum and size and speed. So we can get a lead, get up. We all right. We all right. But, again, um, um, we'll we'll give a score prediction here in a minute because can we talk about the Big 12 this year real quick? The worst-case scenario, like the nightmare laying in a bed at night scenario before the season even started, was that OU in Texas could possibly red river it out for the last Big 12 title with him in it. I think all of us would likely agree if one of them makes it, okay fine, no big deal. I mean, we don't want any either of them to win it. Make it, fine. One of you can make it. We're all fine with that. We've been fine with that, I think. At least I have.
1: By uh, West Virginia You were like the the great light hope,
0: the great light hope that could lead us out of the darkness of watching another Red River game. But here we are. And sadly now, it appears as though the next best opportunity for somebody to derail one of those two is flipping KU. But give me more chaos. Why not? Why not, right? The Big 12 is wild, crazy, and wacky for a reason. So just give me more chaos. Give me more chaos. Hey, I'll kick myself if it means we have to watch another Red River, but the chaos is crazy. Are we as good as last year as a conference? No. But is the parody the same? Basically, yes. Anybody can still bite up. Uh, uh, sorry. Jump up <laughs> and bite somebody. Everybody in the league. And that we just saw it. Shout out to Boogie. Um, me and his dad had had a couple amazing conversations last night. Uh, it was a great game to watch. So happy for him. Not exactly happy for Houston. I can't lie. Okay. That was not what the Big 12 needed at all. But. It is what it is. It just shows again why the Big 12 is the funnest league to watch in America, and it'll be the same next year as well. The best? We got a little ways to go. The best to watch? Bada boom, bada bing, bada bang. There you go. You're in the money, honey. All right. uh, Let's do the picks here right quick. And I'll just start off with, with ours. I'll be fair. Like, legitimately speaking, I do think that it'll be a good game. But, um, let's say, give me 35-31. Rock, chalk, payoff Cheater Nation gets the, the unfortunate dub in Stillwater. Um, yeah, I had West Virginia, right? I'm not even going to lie. I'd love to sit here and say, oh, I picked Houston. No, I did not. I picked West Virginia. So, I'm already carrying an L. End of the weekend. Um, you know what? A week ago, two weeks ago, I'd have probably said Cincy over Iowa State. But Iowa State's actually looking legitimately good. They're not flashing the pan. Rocco Beck, not a bad QB. Um, yeah, man, he's 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 been playing some playing some ball. So give me the cyclones. I have some reservations in it, but give me the cyclones. BYU is gonna hammer TCU. All right, I just, TCU's got to play with their their backup quarterback, who not only hasn't played at all, really, but he's a young cat, doesn't quite understand the system, and they haven't been humming either. But they look pretty decent still with Chandler Morris. You got this new Hooker, Hoover, whatever his name is. Nah, ain't going to happen. BYU by 22. <laughs> um, and then K-State, Taco, Reckham, Tech. Maybe, maybe Taco Recum Tech can like, you know, pull some inner strength that telekinetically can be passed on to Alan Bowman. All right, Baron Morton, help your old buddy out here. Even though I know you probably never even met him. It is what it is. Give me the Taco Recum Tech connection that'll maybe help Alan Bowman out in this one. All right, y'all. You know I love you. That's all we're going to have for this one right here. We got a special guest going on live with us tomorrow. Until next time, you know I love you. God bless. Go, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You could be anywhere. So happy you choose to be here. Again, like it, dislike it if you don't like it, comment, share, share be uh, a caring individual sharing is caring all right y'all later taters